JT Seagreaves is going to be the future of the tight end position. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Badger fans? Welcome to Locked On Badgers, your team every single day. I'm your host, Ryan Herrings, as always. Really do appreciate you tuning in. And we're talking tight ends. And we're talking the exodus. We're talking what's left in the room. But I want to start here because it's easy as fans when you start seeing players leave a program, right? Guys that have been in the program for a while, people that you've you've enjoyed watching play, uh, Clay Cundiff especially, but also Eschenbach has been here for several years. You start to be like, well, man, what's left? What you know? This is this worrisome. So I want to start with my big takeaway here, which is we're fine. We're fine here. And in fact, I think. We have a future star in the, in the the pipeline at tight end in JT Seagreaves. I I've talked about it since he signed. I thought he's one of the most underrated recruits in his class. Uh, the redshirt freshman now. He is uh, put on really good weight since he's been in the program. Up to six six two forty five. Former basketball guy. Really good athlete. I think he's kind of in the four sixes. Uh, big frame. Good hands. I think he's a future. I mean, star. What is a star tight end? Is he going to be Greg Olson and be, you know, uh, no, he's not, he's not that. Is he Travis Beckham? No, he's not that. But I think he could be very much in that, um, that talent level of like an Owen Daniels or a Troy Fumagalli, a little different player, not as much of an inline blocker, more of a receiving threat. I'm trying to think of a great Badger comp I'd have for JT. But my big takeaway is I think the pipeline, the younger pipeline at tight end is pretty, pretty stocked. And Seagraves is a big part of it. I think he's going to be, <clears throat> I think he's going to play this year. And I think in the next couple of years, you're really going to see him potentially become one of the better tight ends in the Big Ten because he just has unique physical skills. And he's a guy, if you remember, he came to camp and he blew the the coaches out of the water. Like they didn't need to see anything else. They had they were, they were in on several different tight end recruits at that time. Uh, JT came to camp and that was it. You know, case closed. So I think he's going to be really good. Let's talk about what else we still have in this room now that we've lost a couple bodies. You still have Hayden Rucci. Hayden Rucci is a senior, 6'4", 250, um, older brother to Nolan Rucci out of Pennsylvania. And Hayden, what you need to know here is solid, lunch pail, um, really, really physical blocker. He's actually slimmed down a little this year, which I, I'm interested in because he can catch the ball. He just doesn't have the – he doesn't have the elite measurables or the elite size, Right. But he can catch the ball. We've seen that. Uh, I caught a touchdown pass in a bowl game last year. Has six career receptions, so not a lot there. But we also never really threw the ball to him. He was a blocking guy, so he brings that physical element. I think he's going to play this year. Uh, a lot of reps, certainly short yardage, goal line reps. But I think he can catch a little better as well. So you have Hayden Rucci as a solid option. Cam Large is there. Um, certainly I've never seen a lot from him. Injuries have, have hampered him. Cole Dakovich injuries have hampered him. Hampered him. Riley Nowakowski, the former walk-on, this one's interesting, right? 6'1", 240-ish, so not the frame you normally look at for a tight end, certainly uh, the, the shortest in this room easily. Uh, but he's really impressed the, the coaching staff. He's really impressed Phil Longo. One practice in, he's sharing uh, first-team reps. So uh, this is what Phil Longo said about Riley Nowakowski, former walk-on. He's the most consistent guy in that room right now. Longo stated he probably wouldn't blow off the chart if he was testing with a 40 time height weight. Uh, but as far as the being the total package guy, he is, he did a great job running routes, did a great job catching the football. He's physical, gives great effort in the box sound fundamentally. He's just overall a really good total package guy. That's high praise. 
Uh, expect, I mean, listen, going off that, considering we're already in fall camp and Nowakowski's earning first team reps, awesome. Heck yeah, go. That's amazing. Like, I, I love the walk ons in this program, right? And if Nowakowski has carved out the, those reps, awesome. I can't wait to see him. Um, again, Longo hits hits it on the, the head of the nail there. He, even in complimenting him, he mentions, you know, without really saying it, the physical skills, the, the total package isn't fully there. He's shorter, nah, not the fastest guy, but it sounds like a solid all-around tight end. That's going to give the Badgers some depth this year. Jack Pugh is a guy to, to really watch. You know, he was a big-time recruiting win. He's a uh, sophomore at this point, but he's a four-star tight end. Uh, big offer list. He's 6'5", 257 can catch the ball, can move really well. I'd like to see what his upside looks like in this offense, if it can click. But right now it sounds like it's uh, Noah Kowski and Rucci in the first team roles. And again, like maybe that's not that big of a deal with, with this new tight end group and this new offense and Phil Longo. I don't know if you need as much there. Now, certainly if you were to ask Phil Longo, he, he would like great tight ends, great receivers, great running backs. I mean, but with all the weapons that Phil's are that coach Longo is going to be able to put out, with receivers, I think he just can get by with solid at tight end this year. And that's what I think they're going to get with Rucci and Nowakowski. I think that's just solid. I don't think either of those are ceiling raisers, but I think both can be solid players. And then I think with Seagreaves and Pugh, you have upside. Uh, I, again, I, it might not fully fully click this year. I can't wait to see JT Seagreaves. Uh, I just think there's a massive amount of upside tucked away in that 6'6 former basketball athlete's frame. Um you also have Tucker Ashcraft coming in. Tucker, I, I was really high on him. He's a late tight end addition to last year's recruiting cycles. He's a true freshman, but he's coming on a campus. He's he's stepping foot on campus, 6'5", 245. I mean, that's like that's that's Hayden Rucci almost. Like, I mean, that's a bigger frame than Hayden Rucci. You know, it's he is a he's a really, really physically well-built true freshman. So it wouldn't shock me if he could if maybe special teams, maybe at the end of some games, if Wisconsin's comfortably ahead, it would not shock me to see Tucker Ashcraft crack the rotation, get some reps, get his feet wet. And then next year and the year after, I think you're going to see him as well. Uh, that's another recruit that I really like. Um, I don't think he has quite the upside that Seagreaves has, but a physical point of attack blocker can catch the ball, runs pretty well as well. So, yeah, I like Tucker Ashcraft quite a bit. And then in the 24 class, you have Grant Steck, who is one of the the best tight end recruits in the country. So, between uh, Seagreaves, Pew, Tucker Ashcraft, which is a great tight end name, by the way, Tucker. And then um, uh, Grant Steck coming in. The future at tight end is pretty pretty stocked. It's just it's not a really deep position right now. And the upperclassmen are more solid players, not not great players. So um, if we're going a grade for this season, I'm going to say C+. Plus. I Like, it's just – you have six total catches in the tight end room right now, right? You're you're going to be relying on Riley Nowakowski, who, like I said, listen, I think he's going to be a solid player. Phil Longo seems to think he's going to be a really solid player. That is probably not um, a ceiling raiser, right? So I'm going to say C-plus for the tight end room this year because I do think there's some young talent there. I think there's some upside there. And I think Hayden Rucci is actually undervalued. I think he can catch the ball better people realize. Uh, but future, I'm going B+. Plus. I, I love the futures of Seagreaves, of Ashcraft, of Steck. I, I really like what they have at that position. So I'm going future grade of B+, plus, current grade of C+. Plus. All right, we're going to take a quick break for our friends of the show. We're going to come back, uh, talk some superlatives. How many how many players do I think are going to get significant playing time at tight end this year? And who's the future star of this class? Is it Seagreaves? Is it Steck? Who do I think has a higher upside between those two? We're going to talk about that and more coming up on Lockdown Batch. But first, a quick word. Four friends of the show over at LinkedIn. And again, we talk about it all the time. These days, 
every potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your business. You've got to get them right. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's something my company uses. It's something I use. You expand your professional network. It is an incredible professional tool. I would be lost without it. My company would be lost without it. There's simple tools, screening questions that help you really find the right candidates with the right skills and the right experiences so you can quickly prioritize those candidates and not pay attention to the ones that have no business interviewing for your job. And it's why small businesses continue to rank LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, I want to uh, let's keep talking uh, tight ends here. I want to what what is the biggest storyline for me this year with the tight end group? To me, it's it's the development of the young talent. It's do we see Pew? Do we see Seagreaves? Do we see Tucker? What does the future look like for this position? And what does it look like in Phil Longo's iteration of his offense in Madison? I think that's the big storyline. I think we're going to see Seagreaves. I think we're going to see Pew. I think we're going to see um, Noah Kowski. I think we're going to see Rucci all in different roles. But I really am focused and fascinated by what the young players look like, what we can see about really what they could be in this offense. And that's what I'm excited about. Um, we're going to do one over-under here. And it's hard to do an over-under on receptions almost because it's just it's we just have no clue here. But I wanted to do an over-under how many players in the tight end room receive significant playing time this year. And significant can be a bit of a gray area, but I'm going to define it as consistent playing time in games that are close, whether that's just in a package, whether they're part of a goal line package or a third down package or whatever it is, but players that are consistently playing in close games. Um, I'm going to say the over-under I'm setting at 2.5, and I'm going to take the over. I think you're going to have three tight ends that play somewhat of a consistent role this year. I think it's going to be Rucci. Uh, who you're going to see in a lot of base formations. You're going to see him in short yardage situations because of his blocking and toughness. I think Nowakowski, you can't ignore what Longo said. And I think Seagreaves or Pugh is fighting it, to, fighting it out to get that third um, kind of spot, maybe another receiving weapon out there. So I think three tight ends, there's room for them to consistently rotate. I don't think you're going to get any more than that. Uh, which tight end recruit broke my heart? Uh, this one is Kyle Penniston. If, if you all remember Kyle Penniston, four-star tight end out of California, uh, the number, I think, I think the number four tight end in the country in that recruiting cycle offers from Oklahoma, Florida State, Miami. Uh, he was the second highest rated recruit in that, that recruiting class. I was the Gary Anderson era. And he just did nothing. Like, Kyle, you know, Penniston came to campus and it turns out he wasn't uh, a really physical inline blocker, but he wasn't as explosive as he, we thought he would be either. I ended up transferring to Rutgers and I don't really even know what happened after that, but that was one of the biggest recruiting gets out of state for Wisconsin. Really? I mean, he's a top 150 player in the country uh, and just never did anything. Most underrated tight end Xander Newville, right? So I, I wanted to put this up there for a couple of reasons. Um, the first, the biggest reason is I actually really always liked Xander Newville and like how much the coaching staff, when he was healthy, wanted him out there just to block, right? If you remember, like he was just, he could block like an offensive lineman. He was like 265, uh, you know, wasn't that fast, didn't have a lot of receptions, but there was, it was a really valued part from a coaching staff standpoint of the offenses we had under Paul Chris when he was playing. But the other reason I just kind of want to mention it is like, there's not going to be any more Xander Newvilles at Wisconsin, right? That, that 
we talked about the end of the fullback, but it's also the end of tight ends who can just primarily be blocking guys. I, I think that's gone too. I think you look at the tight ends that they've brought in, um, you know, Tucker Ashcraft can do both. He's a blocker and a receiver. Uh, Grant Steck can do both. Xander Newville, I don't think that that cast of player is going to get playing time under Phil Longo anymore and under this this current administration. So I thought it'd be fun to, to kind of call back to him, a guy who had a lot of injury problems, but really tough, great inline blocker. But yeah, I think it's probably the end of the Xanders at Wisconsin. And that's that's going to wrap up our tight end preview. We Justin and I already talked tight end, so I didn't want to get into it a ton. Obviously, Eschenbach gone, Clay Cundiff gone, but I really like the young talent in this position. I think there's a, a couple potential young stars on the horizon, but this year it's going to be more about consistent, solid than it is going to be about ceiling raisers and athleticism. Uh, I think the next couple of years that that equation could change a little bit. Anyway, on Wisconsin, we're going to keep these coming. Let's go.